right, we're uh, episode 17 of the Bellwoods Forecast, coming to you live on May 16th, May 2018. I'm here in the studio with my boy, Sam Williams. Sam. What's up? What up? Hey. Alright, first official guest on the podcast. So, so, May 16th here is significant. We got one month until AUH2O drops. If you haven't already, you better subscribe. <laughs> go to needlessoutput.com and join my fucking pyramid scheme <laughs> right now. Join my pyramid scheme. First, level one sellers win a bag of Tostitos chips and a bowl of salsa. That's if you get one to five people to subscribe to needlessoutput.com. All right, we move into level two selling, and you get a free round trip. One-way ticket and then a two-way ticket to Cleveland, Ohio and back. <laughs> and then, yeah, because Cleveland, Ohio is such a desired destination, but actually, people, it is pretty, it's pretty badass. My sister lives there. Look, you mean serious? All right, and then level three sellers get a 1997 Chevrolet Impala. Fresh. Listen, at least 20-inch rims on this bitch. 20-inch rims on this bitch. <laughs> So join my pyramid scheme, sign up to needlessoutput.com. But for real, you're going to get AUH2O dropped in your inbox, and you're going to get a bonus EP, which I'm not releasing the title of yet, but you're going to get a bonus EP to drop pretty in your inbox on June 16th. So go subscribe to that. He hasn't even told me, so it's pretty fucking secret. It's pretty fucking secret, man. It's, <laughs> it's under, underground. Um, but yeah, we got modern art on there. We got some experimental music. And of course, we got good links to the podcast and all that. But um, without further ado, yeah, let's uh, we'll get into it here, and um, I'll probably have the other needless output bullshit at the end. But uh, we're gonna get right into it and do uh, we're gonna do a trip tank Tuesday. Hell yeah! On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> trip tank Tuesday on a Wednesday. This has been one of my most recent experiences and one of my most memorable experiences, and we're gonna rehash it real quick with uh, with that boy Sam. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it, and thank you for tuning in to The Needless Output Storecast. One more in that. Alright, how, how we doing there? How we doing there? I had you before, but I, can't, I don't have you now. Right now? Yep. Perfect. Right now? Yeah. Alright, alright, cool, cool. Alright, good shit, man. Well, um, let's get into it. Uh, West Virginia. There it is. I just want to leave a little blank there so I know when to cut. All right, yeah. West Virginia. West Virginia. Mount Mama. Take me home. First part of that night, though, I will say, I don't know if you intended on doing that on purpose, but somehow that song was played. And by the end of the song, the last note of that song, we drove into West Virginia. We were literally in Morgantown at the Sheets where we finally prepped, got our energy drinks, fucking Aw 20 gets a coffee like always. Aw 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, with that being said, though, all right, well, let's back it up for one second. So okay. let's let's preface the story. So Tyler calls us both up, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Just calls I us up. No idea that was all. all right, you got me? Yeah. I'll get you. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, preface the story here. Sorry, we got a, we got a little cut there. We're, uh, we're back in it. All right, preface the story. Yeah, Tyler, our, our buddy Tyler hits us up. It was what, Friday? Yeah. Was it Friday? Yeah. Yeah, wake up like 10 a.m. Friday. Hey, bro, like, you know, we're going, you know, some people were going down to uh, Cinco de Mayo to do a bar crawl, whatever. 
And it's Friday, you know, we got nothing going on. I don't know about you, man. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's well, do it. Well, no, here's the thing. I had work scheduled on Saturday, and literally Friday at 5 o'clock, they go, we're not working Saturday. So I call Tyler, and I say, I'm coming. And that night, me and Kevin got up, and we were drinking at Kevin's, and then we ended up going down Saturday morning, all of us. That's when we went Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday okay, morning. Okay, yeah, that's, that's when you, you waited like 30 minutes at the freaking Rite Aid. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> yeah. some extracurricular. Kevin, Kevin, yeah, Kevin was executing some extracurriculars and uh, took a little bit. So yeah. <laughs> that'll happen. Though. That'll yeah. happen. I get it. Yeah. Well worth it. Anyways, yeah. So we ended up going down. What time? Like six, seven o'clock. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, we're riding down 79. In uh, what, what kind of car? Do you have Cummings? What do you got? Uh, no, it's a 2500. It's a 2500. Dude, why do I think it's a Dodge? I don't know. To be honest, it's big ass mirrors. I'm like, man, what the? Yeah, it's big as fuck. All right, I'm an asshole. All right, it's it's a 2500. Anyways, riding down in uh in the Sam Mobile, uh, riding down 79. And yeah, this guy puts on Country Roads by John Denver. Yes. Who word on the street is I heard that John Denver's never been in West Virginia. I don't he know hasn't if that's true. he actually wrote that song in the mountains of Colorado when he, that song was written. Yeah, he'd never been to West Virginia. Good for him. He yeah. made an entire state. <laughs> yeah. That whole song. song for an entire university. Wrote in an entire another state. Yeah. And he's never even been there. Never been there. Hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Country Roads like comes on right when we enter into WVU. I don't know if it was planned or not, but it worked out perfectly. Yeah, it did. It really ended at the perfect time. I mean, it was planned that it was going to be played, but not that good of timing because it literally ended as we parked to get out for the first time in Morgantown. It was beautiful. It was yeah. the best timing of a song. Yeah. Anyways, um, yes, we get down there to Sheets. Uh, we're getting ready for a night, you know. Yeah, we stopped at the Sheets, get some, like, You got coffee, pops, we got coffee. energy drinks, we were getting... Getting there, getting going. Getting going. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we went to Tyler's buddy's house. Yeah. This, that, and the next thing. But, of course, all right, so this is a trip tank Tuesday, right? So there were some psychedelics ingested. Uh, there were yeah. some. There, there was uh, psychedelics were ingested like potato chips. Like potato chips, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I remember some, at one point in the night, you were just eating them like potato just, chips. Uh, yeah, and there was, there was many comments like, man, you're just snacking on this. It's like, dude, <laughs> trust me, I've tripped enough. Like, this is nothing. This it's, is like <laughs> it's so funny. Well, let me ask you this, because honestly, from my perspective on that, we're gonna run you through the whole night and everything that happened, and all that. Yeah. But um, but when did you start taking them in that night? Honestly, Kevin got me into tripping, and it was when he was growing, and it was the first time was that he had a bonfire. What? Well, just real quick, on I just don't I want to cut you off. In that night, when did you start taking them? The, while we were going down there. Because I wanted him to kick in before we got to the bar. Oh, right on. All right. So you yeah. were taking one drive down. One, well, and then I took a good bit when we got to Tyler's buddy's house and we were all getting ready because I wanted them to kick in as we were walking to the first bar. Cause right Because yeah. I wasn't going to take the, a lot of them with me. I just took some in case we needed some. Because remember, at like the second bar, I hit, I gave you some. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It. Yeah. So when was it? So you first took them on the way down, which yeah. is probably what, like 7 o'clock? Something yeah, like probably. that. just had a couple. Yeah. See, I was holding off on it, to be honest. I was like, ah, I don't know. We'll kind of see where it goes. Yeah. But, um, anyways. Yeah, a few beers and yeah, and then you're like, I think the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, actually, I think it might have even been on the way down. I think you and I were talking, like, about what they do. All right. So, people that haven't taken them, you know, they're always, I think everyone's a little suspect about taking them. Sure. Just with, what's your opinion on that? I think, uh, I think people are very close-minded as far as psychedelics. I mean, well, and 
personally, I was raised with very strict parents um, as far as drug use goes. Uh, you didn't really get to the point of, hey, like I used to smoke pot, you know, until I was in college and my dad's like, oh yeah, you know, he used to be the president of a fraternity, you know, he used to be, this was the 80s people, okay, he was literally blowing bricks on the weekends and running a fraternity, okay, so this was, he was, you know, a big partier, but he didn't let me know about any of that until I was at the age where, okay, well, he's probably smoked pot before and he's probably, you know, he parties. But those seem like, I'm, real quick, that's, that's how my parents were too, like, they kind of like clued me in on it later in life, like, you know, which I think from a parent's point of view, like, I get that, you know, I can get why you'd want to like kind of withhold that, but... But yeah, same thing, man. Same thing. On a side note, um, actually, one night it was after I got something from you. Um, I actually took a lot of them, and I <laughs> I ended up running Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, so I also had, you know, a couple <laughs> snow as well. Um, so I did that. So I was up there, and I was tripping. So. I essentially wrote a seven-page dialogue on a comedy skit for stand-up that entire night. I was going off that hard that I wrote an entire comedy skit that probably would have lasted 45 minutes of stand-up. <laughs> and it, it started off with, you know, uh, like the whole construct of you get into that college age and parents are like, okay, well, you're kind of at the point now, like, you know what? drug uses and you're like let's just not really talk about it but we've all been there it's like you're in the door now yeah we're yeah, gonna have that discussion opening the curtain yes opening exactly, the curtain. exactly. <laughs> but anyways what we were kind of getting at was um with the mushrooms and whatnot i guess kind of the point of these trip tank tuesdays from my point of view is just kind of like share experiences because a i kind of enjoy talking about them because yes. they're just so unique and like i like free asking shit but then on top of that to kind of put education out there and to put it out into the airwaves that like this is kind of our experience with it and you can kind of take it with a grain of salt because i feel like for the first time people doing it they don't always know what to expect right and i guess from my point of view it's always different yes for everybody it's, it's a different trip and everything's going to offer something different like LSD is going to be a little more leveled off. You know what you're going to get. You're going to have a good time. You're going to be done. But in my opinion, mushrooms kind of have a sense of like taking care of you. Well, exactly. And, it, and it's whatever mindset you're in. I mean, obviously, that's probably um, your own neurological function as far as, you know, the people say like shrooms take care of you. I mean, obviously, your brain is reacting to whatever situation you're in. But honestly, whatever, I mean, if you're just at home by yourself, and you it seems like every time you have the perfect trip i mean if you're out at a bar getting drunk or whatever well you can still be like we were you yeah still have a it's like a functional it's a functional yeah, it's yes. functional trip in that case where like you said yeah when you're by yourself you're going to get deeper into it but you're it, with this of any other drug i feel like you're surrounding set and setting was one thing that terence mckenna said back in the day yeah which is very accurate is that you're gonna have a different experience depending on where you're at but like you were saying, like being out at a bar or whatnot, like sometimes, I don't know about you, there's been times where like, you know, you get like blacked out drunk, you don't know what happens, like you're not with it, like, you know what I mean? Yes, and, like, I, and I don't like getting to that <laughs> because it's no fun. It's me fun. too, yeah. I mean, uh, it's switch fun. flips. It's fun in the moment, but then you wake up the next morning and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yes, yes. And I don't like that. I like to remember, you know, having that, those experiences. But again, yeah, with the mushrooms, I feel like you stay with it, you stay you, conscious yes. the whole time. Yes. Um, anyways, all right, so let's get back to the story. So you started taking them about 7 o'clock, right? Yes. 
Alright, and so we're kind of pre-gaming with Tyler's buddies, and we're just kind of hanging out, whatever. Yeah, everybody's getting ready. The girls downstairs were getting ready. Yep. Yeah. We have a crew of maybe, what, 15, 20 people? It was a good we a big, big yeah, crew. Yeah, it was a good crew. Yeah. So anyways, yes, yeah, so we leave the house about, what, 8 o'clock? Uh, yeah, that's when it started. And remember, because we were like, okay, in Morgantown at 8 o'clock, it's dead. You don't go out till like, 11. But it's the bar crawl. You have to go to eight bars, so we had to go out at 8 o'clock. Basically, yeah, exactly. Which I was a little—it was weird. Yeah, it was like almost it was like light, light out. Light out. Yeah. We're like walking around, it's like okay. Uh, I don't know about you, man. I always feel like a little bit of a scumbag drinking during the day. Don't yeah, get me no. wrong, I'll do it. But no, <laughs> I will. But yeah, no, I feel you. Like getting hammered during the day. It's yeah. like okay, listen, I'm not Jim Leahy here, okay? Jim Leahy, yeah. <laughs> Liquor. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, so we're going out like eight o'clock, you know, starting the night off, and um, so we have eight bars to get to throughout the night. Mm-hmm. All right. So we get to the first bar. The first bar is so funny, right? What was it like? Forty-five minutes per bar. Yeah, I think forty-five minutes per bar. We ended up. I mean, we went the whole night. It was like oh, two a.m. Yeah, we made right? it all. Yeah. And um, anyways, yeah. So, Ke- so we're with our buddy Kevin too. Kevin's a beast, man. He's so funny. I gained a huge respect for Kevin this weekend. So we go out, and we're at the first bar. And all right, so the stipulations of the bar crawl, I think it was sponsored by Corona Extra. Yes, it was. Which I don't know. I still haven't no, seen Corona Extra. We discovered that the, 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 the Corona whatever cans that we've The never Corona seen Extra before. cans, right? Was, yes. Excuse me. I think that's what they're called, Corona Extra, yeah. which I still have not seen since I, that I weekend. Yeah. So I guess apparently it's like the first new Corona release ever. Uh, I or think like in like 20 there, years or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I have yet to see uh, that release at any bar that I've been to since that event. Yeah, me too. So I guess keep your eye out for Corona Extra. It's coming. Yeah, hell of a beer, actually. Um, I. It's uh, all right. <laughs> it was, I, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I've had better, but as far as I, I don't know, if you're at a point where you've already had a few, you're like, this is fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was enjoying it. It was pretty good. That's how I feel about beer in general. You get to a certain yeah, part of the diet, it just yeah. tastes good. Anyways, all right. So, the, yeah, stipulations of the bar were, what, like $3 beer at the It stuff. was, um, yeah, and the, I think it was $3 drafts, and then uh, Corona was like $2 a bottle or something. I think you're right, yeah, $2. Yeah. So, are you going to say about the first bar, what happened with that whole deal? Oh, yeah, anyways, yeah. So, we're at the first <laughs> bar, right? Back to the story, yeah. So Kevin, our buddy Kevin, we're the first brown. We're warming up. You know, we've only had a couple throughout the day, and we're warming up. Kevin has what? We see him. All right, so we all get he, there. We get a beer. We get a mixed drink. This, that, the next thing. How many did Kevin have that night? Um, the, the, the first, first bar? bar? Yeah, the first bar. Oh, man. So he had, what, three, what was it, three tequila sunrises within 15 minutes? I think maybe an equal amount of beers. Like maybe six, I think he had like six beers, five beers. little backstory since most of you, I mean, obviously you don't know who Kevin is, but I have seen this kid drink an entire bottle of scotch within three hours. I mean, he like he drinks like a fish. He can put it down, and he'll still be awake. I mean, he, <laughs> most people can't even finish half a bottle of scotch without being blackout drunk. Well, he's Irish or something. Oh, he's no, like, yes, he, he, him and me, yeah, yeah. we're both pretty, pretty good Irish, so. Uh, hey, you guys are Irish, man. We can drink. Kevin's full, he, Kevin's like a leprechaun, man. He's he got the red hair and everything. <laughs> yeah, he's full blown. Oh, uh, shit. Anyways, yeah, so, um, 
So Kevin's drinking six, and see, I've I've hung out with him. I've drank with you guys a couple times, but sure. I guess I didn't realize it. So like the first bar, Kevin has six beers. We have eight bars to go. <laughs> I pull on my phone. I start so we doing put the on math. Bet, right? We put on this bet. Yeah, we put on. I, I'm start doing the math in my head. I'm like, so if he keeps his pace up, like he's gonna be something drinks. Yeah, he's gonna be like 45, 50 <laughs> yeah. beers by the end of the night. Yeah. So I bet Kevin. So we all made like a little bet here. That, like, if someone didn't finish the bar crawl and, like, they, like, got lost or left or something, they owed everyone in the car 20 bucks. So, yeah. Anyways, Dave, to my surprise, we all made it through. We all made it to the last bar. But he was on pace for, like, 50 beers, man. So, cool story. Uh, we were at, I, think, I believe it was the sixth bar. It was like that basement bar. Where's my deal? I'm gonna pull off the card right now. So we oh, can, yeah, we so can you read have the card. I still got the card. Okay, I don't know why. I, I don't that. remember the name. It's it's either the fifth or sixth bar. All right. Well, I I know which one you're talking about. It's it like that one that was kind of in the basement. Fourth and goal. That was yeah. a fourth. That was a fourth bar. Yeah. Was it um with the black dude, the huge black dude? Yeah. The, the mirror. Yes. The mirror on the side. It yes. looked huge, but it was just really one room. Yes. Yeah. So we're at fourth and goal. Uh, if you've ever been to Morgantown. So this black bartender, he's, I mean, this dude, I had to ask. His girlfriend was actually uh, the other bartender. She was cool. I had to ask this guy. I was like, straight up, how many times a week do you go to the gym? Because this guy, I shit you not, looked like an NFL player. I mean, he was huge. And he said, honestly, I don't do any of that. He said, I don't go to the gym at all. And his girlfriend was like, yeah, try to get him to go. He's like, I just do, I just run. That's all he does. But th- I'm talking, this guy is probably 6'2", 260, sheer muscle. Huge. So I started talking to him a little bit. Find out he was actually a Marine, and he was deployed to Iraq twice right after 9-11, um, which I thought was pretty cool. And so, you know, just talking to him after that, we bought uh, I bought him two Vegas bombs, and ever since he said, man, he's like, next time you come down to Morgantown, it's on me if you come here, he, you know, because he was, like, really appreciative of that. But to me, I mean, hell, I remember 9-11. I remember being in school and being taken out of school. Like, that was a big deal. And for him to, you know, go over to Iraq during that, because that was the, the main part of the, the war, Definitely, Iraq man. was right after 9-11 because they were looking for weapons of mass destruction, which obviously, <laughs> I think that was a whole ploy, you know, but we did need to, I think, solve some problems over there. Um, so, <clears throat> basically, yeah, bought him a couple drinks and, and we were cool, but and then we moved on and made it to the 8th bar. Yes, yeah, exactly. What's well, funny you say that about... Um People getting deployed after 9-11, man. When I was working in the oil field, I um, one of my good buddies that I went into with, we both got hired the same day. His name's Kirk. Dude was a badass, man. Like, just yoked, like, fucking good dude. But he was crazy, man. You could tell he killed some people, man. I, I, I discovered that day, when someone says they're in the military, you can look in their eyes and you can figure out if those dudes killed people. Oh, right, I work man. with you, a guy. Yeah. Um, actually, well, I don't work with him because I know what he's talking about because I work in natural gas business. So I know... Um, you know, there's some people out there that are yeah. ex-military. Oh, whatnot. well, they actually three of them. Um, so we hire contractors to do all of our natural gas work. But so this guy, he actually has 23 confirmed kills in Afghanistan. And, and like, you can tell by like they have a tell. demeanor. Yeah, he, they have a yes, serious yes. ass demeanor. He's like, and when he starts talking about that, like he gets serious. Like he, it's been he's seen some real shit. He's seen, and as shitty as it is, you know, people bitch about uh, being oppressed or you know whatever over here um you know he's seen a four-year-old 
uh, get blown up by an RPG. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's real life shit. And that's why I always have a soft spot, in my, a soft spot in my heart for people that have been over there and have seen some Absolutely. action. Can you imagine seeing that kind of like carnage and then coming over here and seeing people bitch about like whatever is on the media, like the Kardashians or some shit? You know oh, what, and I mean? that's like, what I mean? Like social politics. Like these guys have seen real stuff, and then to come over here and see everyone talking about this shit. And, yeah, and and that's you know that's what frustrates me is is people are worried about the littlest problems that have nothing to do with them, and they're not worried about real life problems. Um, you know, pe- people are getting their families split up and blown up and, you know, and, and we're worried about what the fuck Kim Kardashian has been wearing for the last week. It's <laughs> like, are you serious? And yeah, I mean, the Kardashians is like kind of like a general statement, but it shows like the things that we're worried about here. It shows are so the different simplicity. Than, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the pro- Yeah, exactly. And, um, I mean, you can say whatever you want about politics right now. I mean, I, I have a viewpoint on it. I'm not, I don't lean left or right by any means, but you got to admit, I do think we're doing good things for people that are in that situation. Yes, and I, I mean, yeah, we're we're not going to get deep into that discussion um, because I don't want to sway viewers and, you know... That's, that's how I feel, point. too. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to talk about yeah, it sometimes, it, it, it but um, those people will go through a lot more than what we realize, sure. I think. And but I just think a lot of people need to keep an open mind about things and, and not, um, you know, judge people based on what um, bias media may or may not say about them exactly exactly because again i think that i had one point of view until i met people who actually went through that Mm -hmm. i gained a whole new respect for people that are in that situation but anyways totally off topic but yeah that was like one of the bars but yeah okay so we made it to eight bars yeah and so i think the first bar i started munching on the mushrooms with you yeah which which again makes this a trip tank because we're definitely in one and i and listen it took me till the seventh bar to even feel any of the alcohol. This is how hard I was tripping. I mean, I was full blown (laughs) the entire night. I mean, I was happy as the happiest that I have been out at a bar partying, but it took me that long to feel any alcohol. And we're taking what? Vegas bombs, fucking beer all (laughs) night. I mean, all night. I should have been blackout drunk and I did not feel any of it until four or five hours later. Which, I, in my opinion, is a good thing. I was feeling it, it a little bit. I could tell I was a little drunk, but I was. You can like, tell. I felt coherent. I yes, guess, is you the can point. still have an intelligent conversation. Yes, yes. Which we've proved, I think, multiple times, hmm. taking them throughout the night yes. and whatnot, that you can still like you keep your wits about you and whatnot. Yeah. Which is another ode to them to the mushrooms and whatnot is that they keep you coherent, they keep you conscious, mm-hmm. things like this. Anyways, um, yeah, so it was a good night. It developed. I'm trying to think of, like, all the bars. I'm trying to, like... Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I got another point on it. Give me. Give so me. we're at the eighth bar, okay? And... Fat daddies. So what, we're at Fat Daddies, if you've ever been in Morgantown. So we get in there, and if you make it to the eighth bar, you get a t-shirt. It says, Tinko to drink up. Okay? So this... We were, like, one of the last... I, I don't think we were one of the last groups, but this lady, she just didn't want to pass out shirts. She was just like, fuck this. I agree. They were sitting in the she, corner. They were sitting in the corner. Again, yeah, so, like, so part of the bar crawl, if you signed up for the bar crawl and made it through the whole thing, you got a t-shirt at the end. Mm-hmm. So she had a whole, like, what, two boxes of it t-shirts? It was 200 t-shirts, <laughs> okay, that she had left. So just out of the blue, I mean, you know, I'm fucked up in pretty much any way you can think of. And so pretty much just went up to her and said, can I buy the rest of your t-shirts, the remainder? Which is 200 t-shirts. I said, shoot me a price. She said, there's no way. And I said, well, there has to be a way. 
you just have to talk to some people. I said, okay, I'll talk to my boss. Calls her boss. Two fifty a shirt is what they wanted. So that amounts to roughly what? Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. Yeah, I okay. thought that price was a little steep, in my opinion. Okay, Go yeah, on. but for two hundred shirts, okay. So ended up paying it to her. Actually, Snapcaster her because I didn't have. I was just using. My well, didn't card. you get it down to like two hundred or so? I actually, um, no, I got it down to like a dollar twenty-five a shirt because I only paid so, her two fifty. So yeah, that would have been like a dollar twelve per shirt. It was like a dollar. Yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. So we we took both of these boxes out right after we leave the eighth bar. And we end up and we end up in sheets again, you know, because everybody had to get some food in them. We were all fucked up. <laughs> and then what happened? So here's the deal. Yeah, so we go to sheets at the end of the night. So anyone who lives in like the tri-state, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio area knows that people in this area we love going to gas stations and shit. Sheets and get go are the holy like grail. Sheets is like religion in the tri-state area. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, we love our gas station, dude. That's what I noticed traveling across the country and shit. People in other parts of the country just go to gas stations to get gas. I don't know about you, dude. No, I yeah, love I've like, seen that. Like, yeah, in, in our area, like people go to gas stations literally just to loiter, like, just to hang out, like, hang out, fucking. I remember being in high school, dude. We we wouldn't even be drinking or anything. We'd just what? be hanging out, just go loiter at the gas station. We have Walgreens. Hell yeah, man! It's always a place where you just chill at. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So being in Morgantown, like, where do you go after the bars let out? Two thirty in the morning. Sheets. Sheets. Go get some hot food. They make MTO food. You can get some beer. You can get whatever they And this Sheets in Morgantown, I shit you not, went in there, and this place is unreal. Like, this place is way more... This is not your standard Sheets, if you've ever been to Sheets. Like, this place is like the Cabela's of Sheets, okay? And there's like this whole open area. The MTO area is fucking huge. I mean, it was like a Walmart. It was awesome, yeah. So anyway, so... I think we, we still had maybe, what, like a dozen people with us at this point. We had a good yeah, amount of Yeah, we lost a couple. Oh, we got to get into that. Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah. We will, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, so well, let's just get into that right now. So Kevin, who we bet wouldn't make it through all well, the no, bars. Well, no, 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 because we can't bring that up till we have breakfast the next morning because that's when we all kind of – Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, we'll save we'll save uh, Kevin's story for after. But anyway, so we're outside of Sheets. There's probably, what, like – Eight of us left, maybe. Yeah, it was, a yeah of us we left. lost a few. Yeah. But anyways, uh, me and the one dude, what was that dude's name, Brad? Yeah. So we had like 200 shirts with us at this point. We bought out all of the Cinco de Mayo shirts. We're running around Morgantown with a box of 200 shirts. And I wasn't really that hungry at the time. Like I had tons of beer in my system, yeah, whatever. Just, yeah. So me and, this dude, me and this dude, Brad, and then like you guys came out. out we um, So what we were doing, we stood outside of sheets. I come outside of sheets, <laughs> and these fucking guys are like scalpers out there. They're, they're fucking shouting down the street selling these shirts. All right, so I'd say like – out of, like, the 50 people that went into Sheets while you guys were in there. Because that's, again, once the bar's let out, where are you going to go? You're going to go to Sheets and get some hot food. Yeah. So everyone's piling in here. And there's probably, like, 50 people at this point coming into Sheets. I'd say we sold to, like, 80% of the people. As soon as we, as soon as people were walking in. Yeah, we were selling T-shirts left and right. And this was, like, five bucks a pop. So, like... If you think about it, we're paying one twelve a shirt, and you sell these shirts for five. And it wasn't always five. I mean, it was like, oh, what do you got on you? Three bucks? Okay, whatever. We yeah, we traded some for some hot food. Yeah, we yeah, traded was, some yeah, for ten bucks. Some, coupon, some guy had a gift card. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to feel people up. But anyways, yeah, we slung these shirts outside of sheets for like an hour until maybe a half hour. <laughs> okay. Until, all right, you got to tell the next part. All right. Okay, so, so this, this fucking... <laughs> this... 
Chiefs manager is like, I don't know, probably 45 and probably makes a base salary of 30000 a year, walks out. Oh, you can't loiter here. You can't sell shirts outside my store. I, was, I literally turned to this guy. I go, bro, it's 3 in the morning in Morgantown, and you give a shit about selling shirts. You need to get a life. And <laughs> <laughs> we walk out. And we just started walking back to Tyler's place, or Tyler's buddy's place. Yeah, he came out with, like, the, the rent-a-cop uniform and, and stuff. Yeah, like, he it. had some fucking 18-year-old wearing a security shirt like he was somebody. Dude, you give a guy a badge sometimes, and they think that they can fucking make yeah, the like, rules of the universe. Like, no. this fucker, he, dude... I'm we could have gave that guy a swirly. Oh. We could have took the security guard, took him in the back office, Listen, and gave him a swirly. I, no, no <laughs> shit probably could have. I didn't want to get, you know, there was already cops lurking because there was I a agree. bar crawl. It finally ended. <laughs> Everybody's going home, you know. I didn't want to get to that point because it was a great night. Didn't want to end it. But I had to give this guy shit. Like, you're really giving a shit right now. You were tripping him, dude. Oh, dude, dude, dude I make a salary in an hour. And I was <laughs> still, like, yeah, I was still tripping hard. <laughs> Anyways, um, then yeah, we ended up going back. We're chilling at this girl's place. There's what? There's probably like a dozen of us there, right? Yeah, but there was uh, what? There was like six, seven chicks that lived down there. Yeah. So it was pretty fifty-fifty. Like mm-hmm. this wasn't like a sausage fest. Yeah, it was. Yeah, again, like kind of a good mix, mm-hmm. guys and girls down there in the apartment. So tell and them Sam, how chill they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me start with this. So Sam and I end up on the deck after this whole like was, sheets uh, excursion. What was uh, I forget what that dude's name. name. The we dude can't remember this dude's name, but right before we went out, he tripped. Oh. He dropped LSD, and so we were on. We were tripping through. Was his name John? Let's just call him no, John. Okay, we'll call him John. His name wasn't John. It wasn't we'll John, John. But it was something. Like yeah, it was me, Sam, and John on the porch. And see, I think you brought some mushrooms on the excursion, but just a couple in your pocket. Well, so I, I think- had some in my pocket, yes, but I, then my truck was parked at his place. So I ran down to my truck and grabbed the bag, and we started eating them again. Yeah, so when we got back to the apartment, yes, you grabbed the bag. Yes. All right, all right. And so this is where I see Sam, like, out on the porch. I'm like, I go to hang out. I'm like, what's up, guys? I'm probably smoking a cigarette or whatever. I come out, and I'm like, Sam, what's up, man? And I just see Sam sitting on the porch eating these <laughs> mushrooms out of the bag like, like potato chips. Like, <laughs> this man is eating them like potato chips. Yeah. Loving it. And that dude, John, was out there. He might have ate some. He might he not did. have. No, he I did. thought he did, yeah. Because yeah. he was kind of coming down from his tab. So he yeah. was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, he was a <laughs> super chill guy. Like, I, that dude was, was cool. cool. He was with us most of the night. Yeah, he was with us most of the night. He was totally in the... Um, um, what am I doing? doing whatever, yeah. Freaking, yeah. Trippy shit, like. Or, or, um, he was doing tat. He said he did out. Second Yeah. Yes. Which again, it's cool. You know, it's good to see like-minded individuals out yes. there. Um, but anyways, yeah, I see Sam snacking on these things like potato chips on the porch. You know, I had a couple too. You know, I was like, yeah, we're deep enough yeah, into the night. Worry. But from my point of view, the the biggest like changing point of the night was uh, we had some joints too. As soon as we rolled up those joints. Well, no, 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 no. We didn't yeah. have joints. I had weed. Okay. But, so who rolled the joints? You did, didn't you? No. Kevin you did. didn't hear about this part. Kevin did? Someone did. No. All right, you hit me with it. Who did so it? So we're in the chick's house. I'm like, they're they're literally like, does anybody have a joint? And I said, I got, a sh- I got like an ounce of butt, but I don't know how to roll a joint for the shit. And we lost Kevin at this point. We'll explain to you later. So he's not there. So two of these chicks, they're saying, give me that. 
already had rolling papers in their house. Uh, girls love weed. Girls love weed, bro. <laughs> and they're like sitting there, and it's like meticulous as hell. And they're fucking rolling this shit, and it was like the best joint I've ever seen. Like, they were so into it. So that's where they came from. All right, so I missed where they came from. But yeah, all right, so yeah, these girls roll up these joints, whatever, we're passing them around. And personally, I don't smoke that often, so I was no. cool the whole night. Like I said, the mushrooms take care of you, man. We're doing yeah, and that's pretty, pretty much what I've just resorted to now. It's just straight mushrooms. They're so good, man. So good for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, we roll up these joints and whatnot. I think I might have told you about this, but like, I, I don't know if we ever rehashed it. But yeah, I'm sitting. I'm smoking these joints again. I don't smoke that often. And we're all sitting down there. It's probably like three in the morning. We had a bunch. So you, Dude, the whole night catches up to me right there. So you there. people, you guys have to think about this, like. We're on pretty much everything, and what it takes to set him off is a couple joints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you don't get, dude, I don't know what it is. I got, like, hypersensitivity to weed, mean, man. But that's what it was. So I'm sitting there. As soon as I smoke these joints, I, like, have to take a seat. And, yeah. like, we're all sitting in a circle, passing them around. I took a seat on the ground. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm, like, dude, I, like, don't even know these people in West Virginia. I'm looking around. I'm, like, all paranoid <laughs> and shit. Like, I, look at, I look next to me, and I see that chihuahua. Oh, fuck <laughs> I see that yeah. chihuahua sitting right next to me, and I look at him. Me and him are having like a spiritual like interaction. I'm like, and he was like, wild when we got there. He was uh, no, and that was weird. He was the only you were the, you're sitting on the ground when we first got there, and you were the only person. He would just he was like walking up and like walking under your legs and like it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> he was Indian. I used to live with the chihuahua, and I don't that might be why. But anyways, so um. So I'm looking at this dog. I'm like, I have a spiritual connection with him. I'm freaking out. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? What's up, man? Like, just like talking to the dog, yeah, man, going like crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I, do you know how I left that place? I don't know if you remember. You like laid down on the ground after a minute and you're like talking, you were like talking to like one of the girls and I just like, I picked up the chihuahua and I put him on you and then I left the room. Didn't know. <laughs> yeah, Didn't yeah. know. I st- that's the first time I've heard about who put that chihuahua on. I put the chihuahua on that dip because I was like, man, I was so scared. I was just like, I, I mean, I looked paranoid. around after a minute. And I'm like, I'm the only dude still here. Like, yeah, yeah. What happened to everybody? <laughs> so then they come down, they get me. Um, went up, John, we'll call him John. He, uh, I thought I lost my phone, so he calls it. Ends up being down the chick's house. Got it. Went back up. I put on um, Django Unchained. Okay, all right. You put on Django Unchained. This right. is where I, I might have to take this the reins on the story. This is where you were like, weren't you full go- like going? Dude. Uh, is this? All right, so I left. Watch that fucking movie. <laughs> that fucking thing. So I was like, what? <laughs> all right, yeah. So you and John came back, and I think everyone else pretty much filtered it in the house. I left that chick's house because I was just too stoned, too paranoid. What's up? Just scroll down. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's so. No, the lights just fucking good looks better. All right, cool. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, so we leave that chick's house, and I was just too high, and I just need to get out of there. So I go up to the do- to the place we were staying at, and I just look crashed on the couch. Yeah. Meanwhile, this is like the jankiest Morgantown couch that I've ever This is like some <laughs> Brad House-ass couch, bro. I'm convinced that Morgantown is where all couches go to die. Go to die. Yeah. Okay, we literally witnessed like three couches just out in random parking lots just ready to get gas dumped on them at some point. I mean, it was like... All couches go to Morgantown to die. Yes. New conspiracy. <laughs> Not even a conspiracy, a fact. Bro, if you go to Goodwill in fucking Morgantown, you, you're you the luckiest man on earth if you ever find a couch. 
Because they are buying that shit off fucking... If there's a $10 couch there, they're buying it. They don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. They don't care it. if there's piss stains on it. Fuck no, they're burning it, That's where all couches go to burn. Anyway, so we're sitting on this, like... I'm laying on this couch. I'm by myself at this point, I think. I hear you guys, like, filtering. I'm trying to go to bed. I'm, like, way too fucked up. I'm, like, everything's hitting me at once. Mm-hmm. And you guys come in. You and John put on Django Unchained. And well, I'm, he was already out. He was, like, bro. He's, like, I'm just... Because the joints got him, too. And he was starting to get real drowsy. So he went to his room. And I was, like, in the middle of the floor, remember? And they had yeah, the yeah. Mattress, and I'm sitting there. I was like, fuck it. I mean, that's a pretty good movie. But I knew I was, you know, I was kind of finally getting the alcohol. And I was like, dude, I'm fucked. Like, I just didn't even go to sleep. Which, again, is what, like, the, I think the weed kind of slows you down a little it bit. It does, yeah. Right, one time real quick. That, do you remember that dude John's voice? Yeah, this weird yeah, voice like and he very, talked like this very was, deep. Like, yeah what are you guys doing yeah it's such a unique voice yes. that guy's voice is so it was funny. you know i can still think of his voice yeah that's so funny anyways yeah so you guys all like chilled and passed i went to sleep and i was like i need to go to bed i'm too fucked up right now but then like <laughs> dude i literally turned like a goddamn zombie i did like oh. a complete three i'm like this i'm like locked on the couch i go i go and i turned right to the movie because i love tarantino movies yeah. i love Django and Chance. and i was like dude i know i shouldn't be doing this right now i couldn't though literally that whole com the, everything we took that night led to that right moment that Django moment. And so guys i literally wake up and i look over and he's fucking wide-eyed on the couch staring at me and i was just like <laughs> What's up, bro? <laughs> like, I was like, what's up, man? Like, yeah. He was just like, I didn't go to sleep. I didn't fucking sleep. <laughs> yeah. I stayed up all night, watched Django Unchained. I swear, as soon as the movie ended, the sun came up. Yeah, no, it was perfect <laughs> timing. Yeah, because I woke up right when the credits were playing, and you were still, like, kind of watching it. But yeah. then you were just like, what's up, dude? <laughs> I walked the sheets, and I got those camel red cigarettes, mm-hmm. which you can only get mm-hmm. in WVU. Hell yeah. Still got that unopened. Um, yeah, that's gonna be worth seeing. Yeah, maybe I might keep. I'm gonna keep them. Fucking um. But anyways, yeah. All right. So, the roundabout stories. And then okay. All right. So we lost Kevin like right after the last bar. We lost him at like two, three a.m. So I forgot to mention we're at the eighth bar. This is how drunk Kevin is. He slams his wallet on the fucking bar and says. Give me 20 Irish breakfast. 20. 20. <laughs> no I'm joke, like, 20. A 20? I said, I'm laughing. Like, I'm dying because I know he's fucking shit-faced. Because he gets this, like, if you know him, he gets this monotone in his voice that you know when he's shit-faced. And he was at that point. He's like, give me 20. She was just like, okay. And most bartenders, they're like, no. No, you need a fucking water. Okay. <laughs> but she was like, fuck it. Gave him 20 hours breakfast. So, yeah, and then we lose Kevin. So yeah, we right up. after that, we lost him. Yeah, man. so we, we lost him right after the eighth bar. So we wake up. So this motherfucker comes in, shit-eating grin on his face, like 20 minutes after we woke up. And I was like, oh, thank God, because we've already lost Kevin in Morgantown before. He walks in, and he's like, I'm like, where the fuck were you last night? He goes, I got laid last night. And then she woke up to me eating her out, and I got laid again this morning. <laughs> Good for you, man. So we all load up in the truck, and we're all starving, you know, because... You know, Kevin probably had, like, 80 beers that night. Oh I'm, like, hardly, I'm like hardly exaggerating. He probably not even, beers. That's not even a stretch. Like, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he had 80 drinks throughout mm-hmm. the night. 
God damn, that, that so, dude, that's where I gained my respect for Kevin, though. Like, I dude, thought he was, he like, dead right. in a ditch. And he's like, yeah, man, I got laid last night. Like, you loved it. Was, right, man. 100 drinks no, Here's the thing. He, like, he does boxing and shit as a hobby. He's a roofer. Like, yeah. he's in shape. I mean, he drinks like a fish, but he is in shape. And he will beat your ass. Like That man drinks. He works. But, man, yeah, yeah, man, he, he's, he's blue collar. Like, he yeah. is fucking in shape. But, so we find him. And he's telling us that, whatever, we all load up in my truck. We go down to the bagel shop, because Tyler knew where that was. Uh, what was that place called? Oh, I forget what it was called. But, yeah, Tyler knows all the good stuff. Yeah, he knows Morgan all the places down in Morgantown. So we're we're at the bagel shop. <laughs> and we're, we already ordered. We're just sitting there eating breakfast. And so the chick actually knew Tyler. She's actually not bad looking. But she texts him and goes, hey... Your friend might want to check himself. Oh, I yeah, have an STD. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I lost it. Like, because nothing ever goes right for him. It's always something. Always. It was close to, I mean, like, he definitely, uh, I mean, he made it out better than I thought he would. Yeah. Because you were yeah. betting. You were betting. I didn't even think he was going to make the no, bar. Were, I saw him take six drinks at the first like, bar. I was like, <laughs> cashing in my money. I was ready to buy a plane ticket to Vegas and play my play my odds. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, you proved me wrong, though. Um, but, hey, anyway, all right, all right. So, anyways, that's basically the whole night. Did the bar crawl. Fucking, yeah. I love it. Um, did the bar crawl. Did, um, did the damn thing. It's a fun night. But um, it is a trip tank Tuesday, though. We were eating mushrooms out of the bag, like um, like potato chips. Like potato chips. Right? And I don't know about you. Like, for me, in those situations, it's like it's not overwhelming by any means. Like, I, I noticed, like, some different visuals and the lights or sure. some trippy parts. But I think, like, the alcohol and the other things were uh, kind of balancing it out. Well, and, yeah. And if you're going to take, you know, a substantial amount of them, you have to have something to counteract it, I think, to stay at that level point. Like, you know, how many drinks we were having. Mm-hmm. So, like, I ate a good bit. And if I would have ate that and not drank that night, I, my last name would have been Pink Floyd. <laughs> and I know shit. Like, I, I would have gone off. But, the, I mean, that alcohol, it does. It levels you out. And that's what I think we were getting at, is that they take care of you in a, in a weird sense, you know? Like, Absolutely. They, um, they know what you need. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're cool. Um, real quick. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, they're good, but anyways, yeah, so that was a, that's like a trip tank Tuesday at a night in West Virginia, but the point is, is, if we wouldn't have taken them, I'm pretty confident I would have blacked out that. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't have remembered any of it, would have woke up the next day, no. and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, but they and, kept that, us and conscious. that's no fun, because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because I still, I mean, I don't, like, remember specific events, because, I mean, I was, like, pretty drunk, but I remember all the people I met, I still remember the faces of all the bartenders, like... I mean, and down in Morgantown, there was zero bar fights. And there was probably two, 300 people that did this bar crawl. So, I mean, you figure there's usually, you know, some asshole that starts something. Down there, it's like everybody just wants to get drunk. Nobody cares. That's what I like about college towns sometimes. They're cool to go to. Well, like but more... it's specific college towns. Because Columbus, sure. like Ohio... When you go down there, that like it's completely different. See, Morgantown is like. Um, but I wouldn't say Columbus is is a college town though. Like they have Ohio it's State. A there, city. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a city. city. Yeah. yeah, it's different. It's like Pitt. It'd be like going to. Yeah, Pitt. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you go. Out, I mean, Oakland's kind of Pitt's area, but at the same time, like Pitt is a city. 
Yeah, like you got you got year olds down there drinking. Like it, yeah, it's you got fun. Penn yeah. State and like Morgantown. It's like just college kids, and mm-hmm. I think it's always a good vibe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's... State College. Yeah, exactly the same as Morgantown. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because it's kind of like out in the boonies type shit. Like, but everybody's just there. It's all kind of the mid twenties people just like having a great time. Definitely. But I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, man, that was just a great experience. Yeah. Just another ode to. Mushrooms. I mean, mushrooms, man. I, I I like it, man. I think well, that they're underrated. I think that you know there was no reason for them to be suppressed. Well, with and, and that's what that and I think if nobody, you know, if if you haven't tripped on mushrooms before, I mean, obviously, I would do your own research before taking them. Because you're going to want to know how it's going to affect you in some cases. Everybody has their own trip, so it's not going to be the same. But, I mean, ever since I really got into them, I've been really into, you know, like how that affects you neurologically. Because, to be honest, I've literally felt like I have become smarter because of tripping. And I don't even have to be on them. It's like it's residual psilocybin or... It, you know, just the feeling it gives you, I, you literally become smarter is how I take it. But anyway, I think as far as the law is concerned, there is no reason to suppress them other than the fact that they they want to have some kind of control over you because there is no evidence or they have not done nearly enough research to convince me that they're either dangerous i mean obviously you can't be reckless with them like it's like anything else if you take too much of it and you yeah if you're gonna be fucking stupid well then yeah it's bad but if you think of it as a tool and you know you use them in certain circumstances in certain doses it can be probably the best thing of your life exactly exactly and that's why i love that um, places like California are really on the verge of legalization. Yeah, um, just, just no, I got a ball. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Either way, um, but no, that's what that's what I like about like where we're at right now. And you mentioned, okay, so you mentioned uh, like doing your research beforehand. Like you haven't done it. Sure. That's the beautiful thing about the time that we live in. You're able I mean, to you're do the research. Instantly able to access that information. Yes, exactly. Go online, check it out, see other people's experiences. Yeah. Talking from a personal standpoint, I've had very mixed experiences with them, and that's yes. the beauty of it, is yes. that sometimes it can be intense and introspective, and you can really think about sometimes things. Sometimes it's complete body high. Sometimes it's chill. You just get the feeling, but you don't get the visual. Exactly. But what you mentioned, which was cool, is like the neurogenesis aspect, yes. to where it makes new neurological pathways in your brain to make connections quicker. Yeah, so you'll be able to make decisions in a much shorter span than you would I, I mean, obviously, your brain waves, they're in milliseconds. So, but shrooms essentially make those new connections. It's essentially taking a back road or taking a shortcut that makes that process that much faster. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, like taking a back road. Yes. Like you're, you grow up and you realize how to make connections, right? You go to point A to point B, right? And you make that connection early in life. Yeah. So you're always going point A to point B. And then you take things like blow or you take things like Adderall. And then you're making that same connection, but you're making it quicker. You're making it quicker, but, oh, but with mushroom, I mean, having experience in both of those, 
I would say, um, you know, first time taking first time taking Adderall. Um, that was actually for uh, college finals, which most people I actually watched. There's a Netflix thing on that. Take your pills. Yes, take I saw your pills. that. Yeah, very informative. Yes, and I did take it one time. I actually had uh, played college ball, so I had. You know, a few people on the team that were actually prescribed them. Well, they were prescribed the, like, intense pharmaceutical Adderall. Like, the beads. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. I forget what they call it. They're I like know what you're talking about. 500 milligrams. Oh, yeah. So, Riley, he was another pitcher. He goes, I said, do you have any? Because I know you prescribed me. He was like, yeah, dude. So, he throws me one. I said, I need it for finals. I had to read a whole book in, like, two nights. Because I just put it off and put it off and put it off. Because we have to, like... We had workouts at like 6 a.m. That's the thing day. about being a college athlete that it not a lot of people know, man. It's, you it's, grind when you're a college athlete. Man, it's, it's a lot of dedication. But anyway, so he gives me that, and I read this thing, and, and all the beads, and it was horrible. It tasted it tasted horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different. It's a very unique taste. Oh, my God. Like I was gagging and shit for like 20 minutes. So eventually I got it down, and I am awake. For, I didn't go to sleep. I went to all my classes the next day. I was fucking awake for like 32 hours straight or some shit. Like just because it was the first time I had done anything like that. And uh, and then you know I had not done any any blow through college. Kind of you know got introduced to that once you got into the energy field because you know the hours yeah, suck yeah, yeah. And, and people fucking resort to that just because you know they need to pick me up. But I have pretty much completely blocked that out ever since getting into shrooms because it it it's fun in the sense when you're doing it but the after effects is horrible i mean you get you're dry as hell the next day you're fucking you get scabs in your nose it, it's like it's horrendous but if you take i've i've learned taking mushrooms you can still get that up feeling if you're tripping you know, you'll be up for a while, but the next day you feel fucking awesome. Like you want to do shit. It seems go, like you feel better you the next day. Like they say, like give fucking... an afterglow. Yes, absolutely. And um, that was the point I was making though. Like when you take those things like Adderall and Coke, like you're making those A to B connections quicker, yep. and you're able to make them for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. But with the mushrooms, it's like the neurogenic effect is that instead of going A to B, you're now going A to C. But A to C is a quicker route. Yeah, but you're easier. getting but you're getting A to C over an extended period of time. Yes. You're only getting you're only getting that speed from you know blow or whatever and while you're on it in the moment. And then yeah, the next day the moment, that A to B connection off, is and then it's gone. And that's why people chase that. Well, mushrooms, that connection is already established and it doesn't go away. So it's still functioning even if you're not on them the next day. Yes. Which again is why I think some people will say like whenever they take psychedelics, it reminds them of like being a child. Because they're like instead of making the same connections habitually quicker, they're now like opening themselves up to making new connections that make more sense yeah. as a you know mid twenties yes, or late thirties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's like an adolescent mindset because you don't know you're not making that definitive decision. It's just like an open mind, like yeah, fuck it, you know, like you're a kid. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And but it's like afterwards you keep you keep those good connections and you're able to make them quicker afterwards, even when you're not on them, which again is like why microdosing I think has became so important and yes. such a trend out in like Silicon Valley and whatnot, mm-hmm. because now these like coders and people that are in engineering and whatnot 
are instead of just making the same connections they've made quicker or whatever with Adderall, they're now making new, shorter, easier connections. Well, and it opens up your creative mind. So even, you know, you don't, you don't have to, like, you, you paint, you know, stuff like that. That's very creative. But if you're in, like, if you're a hardcore worker and you're really into your field, well, your creative mind is used in a different way because you you learn you learn new ways about how to complete a task that's way fucking easier and and it's fun while you do it yes dude that's a great question and that was like when i was in the energy field and i started like kind of experimenting with psychedelics in the energy field that's exactly what i found too is that it's applicable in all fields of life like you don't need to be like a fucking artist or something to be in oh i need to take mushrooms get inspired it's like any field in life you can take them and see noticeable residual benefits. Oh man, with and it. and I, you know, I wasn't really like all about my job. Yeah, it's the money was great, you know, and it still is. But it was the fact that like, man, this is so much work, and uh, is this really worth it, you know, and this and that. But ever since being on these now, it's like I fucking love my job. I go outside every day, ride around on a side by side in nature. I mean, yeah, you got to do a little bit of work at the end of the day, but. It's fucking easy because you're in a great mood anyway because you're already on shrooms. Well, see, that was that what, microdosing. That was what I loved about taking them at work was noticing because you're always in such like not always but a lot of time you're in secluded areas oh, in nature, especially you, especially you're you in the pipeline. Out. Yeah, you're way out there. You in don't the even woods. have cell service. And you know like, that shit. Oh yeah, it, it's a bitch. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's a unique experience in itself working yeah. in the energy field and yeah. you know being in that field. And I give anyone that's in that field incredible respect just because like i've been there i know what it's like and the people out there man they work their ass off you know what i mean working entails yeah it's a lot it's but like you said it's like you're in nature all the time it really is there's cool aspects of it man it's like and those guys you know they bust their ass every day but you know they could they show up the next day smile on their face they're like man i'm living the dream yeah yeah fuck yeah you are you're outside every day you're in the woods you're fucking i mean People categorize that as being a redneck or a lot of them do. No, and, seriously. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it, and I don't know. It, it just kind of, I don't think me, a redneck to me is like, okay, well you're slamming your cousin when you go home. <laughs> like shit. Like joy, enjoying nature, enjoying what has already been put on this earth for you to enjoy is not being a redneck. That's having an open mind. And I that mean, seems more natural than living in cities. Like, oh my god, I've kind of been in the city now for a couple of years, it's and I like bad. it. I like being around the people. Like it's cool. But I, from my personal standpoint, I need to get out every couple months and yeah. get out into nature. You feel sheltered, I exactly. Mean, you just because can't we grew do. up. I mean, that's our evolutionary like pathway. That's in our DNA to be well, outside. Yeah, the entire construct of of human civilization is to have new experiences. That's why you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah. Um, but anyways, dude, I mean, that's a, uh, that's good, man. A lot of benefits to it. I'm, I'm really appreciated. appreciate that. Like you like talked, talked about him. Like, you know, did, oh, did yeah, trip man. I, Tuesday here. This is, yeah, uh, I absolutely love him. It's, uh, it's completely, and yeah, I mean, it's completely turned my life around really just the way I view things and, and my career and, you know, and it's cool, man. It's just like, if it, it goes off in every field, but, um, 
I think it's awesome. I think it's in, I think it's important to have conversations like this yes. to just hear from people's point of view on what it means to them. Because mm-hmm. I think that we grow up thinking, you know, we all go to school and oh, drugs are bad, drugs are bad. You, you know, you get, you get thrown through dare classes. You know, yeah. oh yeah, don't do psychedelics. They're fucking bad. Why? Why yeah. are they bad? You don't you don't have any evidence to me. Yeah, meth is bad. Okay, fucking heroin is bad. Like, these are all things that people can get addicted to. You cannot get addicted to shrooms. They come naturally from the ground. If it comes naturally from the ground, to me, that means that, you know, if I'm pretty religious, but, you know, people don't want to call it God or whatever. If it comes from the ground, then God put it there for a reason. Okay, so weed. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge weed smoker, but I understand the benefits. Mushrooms. I completely understand the benefits. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what like, we're learning as a society, that like we shouldn't shun these objects. We should recognize that they're put here for a reason, and we should accept the benefits that come with them. Yes. And not shun them just for... Quit being shallow, Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, dude. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, this is it. Um, you, you got anything on? You got anything yeah, okay. yeah, it was man. a good fucking night, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Great night. Good uh, good experience. Glad we got to talk about it. But um, anyways, with that, we'll wrap up uh, the Trip Tank Tuesday on a Wednesday. Oh, you know, <laughs> Trip Tank Tuesday. <laughs> but uh, cool, man. All right. Good, 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 good,